Nedarim Daf Pegimal. The last thing we're discussing was a machloket between uh, Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, the case was a woman vows from uh, from two uh, uh, loaves of bread. One of them is white bread. One of them is dark bread. One of them, if she would not eat it, it's going to be suffering. The other one, if she doesn't eat it, not a big deal. Uh, uh, Shmuel holds that the husband could annul the entire vow and she could eat both the breads and Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Asiyah, in the name of Rabbi Yohanan says that he could only uh, uh, he could only annul the vow with the piece of bread that she would suffer from, not the uh, not the bread that she would not suffer from. And with that, we're going to start Pebet Amudibet, second line from the bottom, where it says Etibe. So, the Gemara is going to ask on Rabbi Yohanan, who says you could only annul this bread, not that bread, it says, mm-hmm. A woman vowed to become a nazirah. And this lady is drinking wine and uh, and she's becoming tametimetim. She gets 40 makot. Once her husband annuls the vow, and let's say she didn't know that he annulled, and she continued, and she drinking wine, she does not get hit 40. Now, now, if you're telling me, according to Yohanan, that he could, that the husband could annul only vows where she'd suffer from, not vows that she would not suffer from, Maybe Dilma mean yain they eat latzara hefela. Maybe from the wine part that she would suffer from by not drinking wine, she would suffer. So maybe that part he annulled. However, min hatsanu min zagvel eloyefela. But from eating the seeds, eating raisins or the, the the outside shell of the grapes, where there's no suffering if she doesn't eat it, maybe he didn't annul that. She doesn't have uh, pain by not eating them. And she should get the 40 makot if she ate the shell or she ate the seed. Meaning, in a lot of words, if if you hold that you only annul the part that she would suffer from, then over here also, by Nezirut, only annul the wine part, not the, the grape part. Who cares about the, the, the shell of the grape part? So, I'm going to have Yosef, Nezirut, No, there's no Nezirut halfway. It's either all or, 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 or nothing. So when she searches in Nizira, it comes to all the halachot of Nizirut, and when he knocks out the Nizirut, he knocks out everything, not only parts of it. That's the way the Ran explains it. But again, we saw Rosh and Tosfor explains when uh, that Nizirut Hatsain means that when a woman uh, takes upon herself uh, to become a Nizira, she doesn't say I'm going to be a Nizir from wine, grapes, uh, the, the shell of the grapes, the seeds. No, she just says in Nizir in one thing. So when he knocks it. He knocks out the entire thing at the same time. The same way she accepted upon herself everything at the same time. But maybe if she said each one separately, maybe maybe according to the Rosh and Tosfot, it would be separate. The announcement would be separate. Now the Gemara asks, You said, you, the language you used was, You didn't say, you didn't say there's no halves by Nezirut. You said there's no Nezirut to halves. It sounds like what you're trying to say is you can't be Asur to half the the, the Isurim of uh, of a Nazir. However, HaKorban Lachatzin Nezirut, Ika, but there is, uh, you, you do have to give your Korbanot if you were only a Nazir for half the time. Let's say Stam Nezirut is 30 days, that's the least amount of time you could be a Nazir. And uh, a woman decides she's going to be in Nazira. Her husband heard about it two weeks later. And on day 15, the husband annuls. It sounds like uh, she would have to give uh, the, the korbanot. Because the husband annuls from here on out. 
Now the problem is when we said that there's you can't have an ezirut less than thirty days, it sounds like there's no korban either. So El Amar Abaya, rather Abaya explains in Nizirut Lahatsain Vain Korban Lahatsain. There's no half uh, Nizirut, you, you can't be Nazir for half the things, uh, some stuff yes, some stuff no, and you don't bring a Korban for uh, halfway through the Nizirut. So now the Gemara has a problem on Abaya. The problem is we learned in the Brighta Haishashin Adra bin Nazir. A woman, she vowed she's going to be a Nazira. And she separated her korban asham, the korbanot that the, that the nazir has to give at the end of his nazirud. He has to give a keves uh, le'ola, another kivsa le'hatat, an ayl le'shlamim. So she prepared her korbanot, and And then her husband came in and annulled the, the entire nazirud. So she has to give a hatat off. Now, usually, uh, a nazir who became tameh in the middle, he has to uh, wait till he's clean, uh, shave his head, then bring two birds, one for hatat, one for uh, for olah, and a kebis for asham. And then he has to start counting again. So over here, uh, we said a woman who, she said she's a nazir, she separated her uh, korban le'asham, and then uh, then her husband annulled it, she only brings hatatav, but she does not bring the ola of the of. Now, the Iamart and Korban Hatsinizirut. If you tell me there's no korban for half an Izirut, why is she bringing hatatav? She's not supposed to bring halfway, either all or nothing. So, it's another problem. We want to push back. Yesh korban lachatzin ezirut. You want to tell me that there's a korban for half an ezirut? Then shalosh behemot ba'elatuye. Then you really have to bring three behemot. You have to bring hatat, olah, shlamim, like every other nazir has to bring. Ela, you have to explain the olam in korban lachatzin ezirut. There's no korban for halfway, like I explained. The hatat of them hatiyah. So then, why should you bring hatat off? Mishum the hatat ala safek. Because the hatat of the bird, there's another leniency in it that it comes uh, when, when we're not sure about the halakha. If a lady gave birth and then after after a month, after 40 days, 60 days, she has to bring her korban whenever she is clean. She has to bring hatat off. And now it could be that uh, she, let's say she had she got pregnant again during that time, and let's say she had a miscarriage, or it could be it was just air. It could be it, it was a baby, not a baby. We're not sure, but we still let her bring that hatat, even though there's a suffix. Maybe she had a miscarriage again or not in that time since she gave birth. And so we do see that hatat is given on suffix. So over here also, since there's a suffix, we're not sure. We let this one slide, but not the ola one. So the hatat ha'of, since we do see in other places where there's a suffix, it's given. So over here, and also we're going to let it slide and be given. Olat of, we don't see that it's given in the case of a suffix. Over here, we don't bring it. Now, the Gemara wants to go back and ask a question on Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan said if a woman... Uh, vowed from two breads at the same time just one of them is good bread and that's going to make her suffer the other one's not good but it's not going to make her suffer when the husband annuls he's only uh, annulling the one that she's suffering from not the other so we have a breita Ha'isha shenadra ben azira, woman accepted upon herself to be an azira, ben itmet, and she, you know, and then she became tameh. She touched that body, and then her husband annulled the vow. 
So So she brings a, a korban hatataof, uh, but she doesn't bring the olataof. Now, now, if you want to tell me that in the case of the of the two uh, breads, the husband only annuls the part that makes her suffer, not the one that does not make her suffer. So maybe over here in the case of the nizira, dilma miyain deit latzara hefela mitumatemet delet latzara lo hefela. Maybe the husband. Uh, annulled only the part of the nezirut that doesn't let her drink wine because that's making her suffer. But the tum'ah, not touching a dead body, who cares? Let her not become tamit to that body. Not a big deal. That's not making her suffer. So let's say the husband only annulled the wine part and not the tum'at met part, and maybe she's still a nezira. Rabbi Yohanan, how are you going to explain this? So the Gemara explains, Amre tumat met nami it If she can't go to uh, to Levaya, for example, there's also a certain uh, suffering. Dichtiv, because there's a famous pasuk, Tov lalechet el bet evil mi lechet el bet mishtetz, better to go to a mourner's house than to go to a wedding. And, and, and the pasuk ends off, Vehai ten elibo. The living person should pay attention. Meaning, Vehatanya and Hayarabi meir omer. What does that mean? The, the, the living person should pay attention. A person who eulogizes, people will eulogize him. A person who cries, people will cry for him. A person who buries people, they will bury him. In a lot of words, what they're trying to say over here is when she does not visit Levayot and become Tamitim, then no one's going to come and do that for her. She's not going to clean a dead body, then no one's going to do it for her. And that's going to be suffering. And that's why when he annuls the Nizirut, he annuls also the part of the, the Tumat Metim. Next Mishnah. If a woman said, Konam Shani a woman vowed she's not going to have any benefit from human beings. Um, and, and her husband cannot annul. The Rosh explains she, he can't annul because of I know he's suffering, but he could annul between, uh, things between him and her. But she could uh, take leket shechan pe'ah. These are things that people deem onerless. They're giving it to, to the poor people. She could take from it because that's not called benefiting from anyone specific because that like sort of becomes onerless. If a person, a man says, "Konam kohanim levi'im nehenim li," I vow that the kohanim and levi'im cannot uh, have any benefit from from me. Yitlu al they could take trumot masrot, whether he likes it or not. The idea is that he's giving it to the shevet, and they're coming and taking it from him. And even though he has the right to give it to this kohen, that kohen, that levi, whichever one he wants. He, here in this case where he said oh, they're not going to have uh, any benefit from me, then they could come and take from him because it's not a, like a specific uh, benefit from one from the other. However, if someone says, but if he said, that the, uh, let's say this Kohen family, Kohen family A or, or Levi family A, they're not going to benefit from me, okay, then Kohen family B or Levi family B will come and take the idea is he could push away specific families, but not everyone. And the Gemara starts. We learned in the Mishnah that a woman who said that she's not going to have benefit from anyone, her husband cannot annul the vow. So, Alma, what do you understand from here? If 
she could benefit only from her husband, and it's not considered suffering. Mikalah, what do we understand? The husband is not considered part of uh, the Beriyot. He's not part of the creatures of the world. She could take leket It sounds like she cannot eat from her husband. It sounds like the husband is part of the beriot. So which one is it? So Amar love It really the husband is not part of the beriot. And really, she is allowed to have Hana'ah from her husband, and therefore it's not considered a suffering vow because she, she at least got from her husband. And you have to say that part of the, that she's allowed to take like a Chacham Pe'ah, it's not the main reason, it's just like an additional reason. And this is the way you have to explain it. Ve'od, even if the husband is poor and he wouldn't be able to feed her, and remember, he's not. In, uh, it's considered part of the creatures of the world. Still, any achol affair, he cannot annul because she could go get and therefore she's not considered suffering. So now that's the way Ula sets it up. he explains Now the husband is part of the creatures of the world. and they're just explaining over here. That matam, why is it that when a woman is said she's not going to have any benefit from the creatures of the world, why is that not considered Ainu Nefesh? She can't even get from her husband. And what's the reason any affair? What's the reason her husband cannot Because she can go get Now, here's a third answer. You have to say that the husband is not part of the creatures of the world. And this is the way you're supposed to explain it. If she got divorced, her husband goes back to being a part of the creatures of the world, and she's not allowed to have benefit from him, but she's allowed to go get and we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen.